Whoa, hello, and welcome to episode 21 of the Up the Channels podcast on the World Soccer Fanatics chat room in the relevant app. I really appreciate everyone joining me. I think last time no one could hear me. I know you guys can hear me now because I could see the, the thing, so which is good. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. I kind of just wanted to go through Chelsea Woman just signed a player two days ago. Um, they just posted on Twitter that they're in talks with someone else and they're not releasing it. And I don't know who it is. And I'm kind of curious because I'm excited to see what happens. Um, but as you could see in the chat topic, Chelsea did agree to personal terms with Raheem Sterling of Manchester City. So hopefully that can get sealed and they could actually fully introduce him. Um, Rafinha, I think he's supposed to make his decision on where he wants to go next season within the next 48, 24 to 48 hours. Um, so that's um, obviously Chelsea and Leeds have got an agreement, but they have not agreed to personal terms with Rafinha. Uh, so it's still up in the air um, whether he is going to be joining Chelsea next season, but uh, we will see. I, I still like the idea of Christian Pulisic starting on the wing um, rather than Rafinha, but it, it's, it's definitely the addition of Raheem Sterling adds a lot of dynamism. He adds a lot of creativity to the wing and combine him with a Ben Chilwell or Reese James behind him. I think you're going to have a pretty solid uh, wing position. Um, so We'll see if Rafinha comes to Chelsea. I'm not very like adamant on have on that happening. Um, I'm more into the center back discussion, and I very much want Chelsea to sign a center back as soon as possible because it's really stressing me out. Um, I know Andres Christensen just agreed, um, fully introduced at Barcelona. I don't think he's going to be that great there. I don't think he's a great center back. I think he's pretty average. Um, but good for him for going to Barca. But Thirty years gone, and you really need to replace um, someone else because you can't really rely on. You know, you have Thiago Silva, Trevor Chalba, Levi Colwell. I mean, those are your like three center backs that I feel like they should feel comfortable playing, but that's not really enough. Um, and you need an experienced guy that's played. You know, maybe in the Champions League because they're going to be in the Champions League. I don't know. They they've been talking with Nathan Ake, but I don't know. It doesn't really like jump off the page to me. Like Nathan Ake, whoa, congratulations. Like that's great. But I don't know. I think for Chelsea's perspective, I think they kind of just need to uh look maybe I mean Delict has been in the conversation, Jules Kunde, I don't know what the holdup is there. Uh there's just a lot of discussions that I, I feel like Chelsea they, they need to seal a center back up. They need to confirm a center back. And I know they agree to personal terms with Raheem Sterling. But it's so hard for this club to sign a player right now. It's I don't even know what's happening. Like teams are signing guys like pretty easily, but for Chelsea's perspective, it is almost impossible. Like they said they signed Rafinha, but Rafinha didn't agree to personal terms. And then it's like, like, come on, like it's so confusing. Like, I, I don't understand. Like, obviously, like soccer in the sport is like extremely difficult to like, you know. Obviously, when the news breaks in other sports, whether it's like baseball basketball it's always like that player is going somewhere but like in soccer it seems like there's so many steps and there's just so many different like building blocks that players have to go through for them to go to a new team because it's obviously you know different countries and everything like that and you got to figure you know everything else like that and you know terms and the transfer fees and type of stuff so it's just extremely difficult and for Chelsea right now they're just in a lull they can't really sign anyone on the men's side 
and it's it's tough because they need to add pieces if they want to compete in the Champions League. They need to compete in the Champions League. I do like their team like overall um, right now, but they need to add to it because Romelu Lukaku's gone. Um, the fact that he was our leading scorer and he's gone, I don't. Hopefully, he doesn't come back to Chelsea. I'm not a big fan of him at all. Uh, thank God he's gone. Uh, just not a good attitude, not a good person, and hopefully he doesn't wear the Chelsea blue once again. Um, whoever bought that jersey, uh, just an absolute waste. Just a waste. Just terrible. Uh, but on the jersey note, Chelsea dropped their kits today, and I know there's some mixed feelings about it um, on the social media pa- platform. Um, but I actually kind of like them. Like, I actually kind of dig them. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I I I think they're pretty cool. I, I think they are pretty cool. Um they're kind of like retro. Um so they're, they're pretty neat. I mean it's kind of just like classic blue. Um and they had like a nice little introduction with a lot of the women's players and the men's team and Thomas Tuchel and Emma Hayes and I mean it's a pretty cool kit. Um I I like it. I want to uh I want to get one but it is pretty expensive at the moment. And they have kind of like the, uh, I don't know what it is on the stripe, um, on like your neck type of area. It's like a cool design. I don't even know what it is, um, but it's kind of neat. I I, um, I dig the new kit. I dig the new kit. I think it's pretty cool that uh, Chelsea is uh, announcing this new kit already. And you could actually buy it on the mega store, which is awesome. Because I've been, you know, wanting to do the, uh, you know, because obviously the mega store was closed for so long. And the fact that right now you can go on the mega store and buy a Chelsea kit, the new one is amazing. Like early access right now. I mean, I could flip the, I could show you what it looks like. Um, I don't know if you guys can see it, but it looks pretty, pretty cool. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Um, I'm looking through some, you know, some kits. I kind of want to buy an Eric Cuthbert jersey for the women's team. Um, my preference is to, it's pretty, I don't know. I, these people say it's a little plain, but I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I do want to buy a, uh, probably later on in the middle of the season, um, on the men's side, I, I don't, maybe depending on, you know, how, like, you know, how, how it is like confirmed that he's staying at the club. Cause I want to make sure that they're staying at the club before I make a purchase. Like I probably, I want to, I've wanted to get Tiago Silva for a while, but I think this is a uh, pretty cool kit. And that's an exciting announcement they made this morning too. So I woke up this morning and I saw the new kit and I was like, wow, let me go scavenge the, uh, scavenge the uh chelsea megastore haven't got to do that in a while so that's pretty neat but uh as far as the transfers and the news uh yeah uh, it looks like raheem sterling's heading to west london um rafinha not so much we don't know uh the it's just all things up in the air and it's it's just uncertainty right now and that's kind of been the thing for chelsea for quite some time cristiano ronaldo was set um, I mean, there's, there's, you know, rumors that they're letting, they're not letting Aspi the quite to go, but, uh, I think he's going to be here for another year, but there's all these things that it says, all these headlines that I don't think are like real news at all. 
Um, I don't think Cristiano Ronaldo is coming to Chelsea at all. It doesn't make any sense. Um, I don't, it doesn't. Uh, all these rumors that you find on like Twitter, all that type of stuff, where you know Chelsea's injured in, are interested in Sergio and Sergio Dest, like that's okay, but I don't really believe that. Um, I, I don't really believe that many things that I see on the internet in terms of transfer news. Um, you could say what you want, but I don't know. When it comes to soccer transfer news, it's always could change in absolute split second. Um, so you never really know. And you could be, I could be talking today about Raheem Sterling agreeing to personal terms with Chelsea, but then I could talk to you tomorrow and he could be talking to another club. So I don't actually know. And it's always confusing when it comes to transfers. And I don't always particularly like to talk about it, but um, that's what's Chelsea's uh, predicament right now. That is what their predicament is right now. And uh, we shall see um, what happens. But I want to talk some women's club, women's team. Um, a lot more to talk about. Yesterday was the kickoff, the women's zeros. England played Austria in the opening match. Um, and, uh, and Fran Kirby. Fran Kirby got the assist. Got the assist to Beth Mead in the 16th minute. Um, and England won by a score of 1-0 to zero over Austria. Today on ESPN, I believe Norway is playing um, on ESPN against Northern Ireland. Um, tomorrow is Spain, Finland, and Germany, Denmark. And then Saturday, I think it's Portugal, Switzerland, and then Netherlands and Sweden. So some awesome soccer, awesome soccer. Then Sunday, there's two games. Um, but Norway's a fantastic team. If you guys want to tune in um, to watch a women's soccer game. I highly recommend they just announced the uh, lineups. Hedeberg is fantastic. She's number 14 for Anna Hedeberg is number 14, the striker number nine for Norway. She is absolutely fantastic. You have two Chelsea players on that team as in uh, girl, Ryan, who is just one of the most emerging young players in the WSL, she's going to start on the left flank. Um, I think probably a little bit higher. Um, I would say maybe like next to Haderberg, but I'm not totally sure um, what they're going to do. Um, it's And then you have Marin. I mean, she is the captain for the team. Number six, she's kind of growing out of her uh, – yeah at Chelsea and you know she she'll be in the number six jersey she'll be in the center um with Doris Dots here um so it's it's going to be an interesting game um I'm going to tune in um I do like to watch um whenever I get to watch I've watched Jesse Fleishy Buchanan uh at Canada the other night against uh Trinidad and Tobago and they won five nil so that was fun and Jesse Fleming ended up scoring uh so that was cool to watch uh so Whenever you guys, if you're a Chelsea fan or if you're not even a Chelsea fan, you want to get to watch some really good football. I know a lot of men's football, like in terms of the United States and, you know, things going on in that. But there's some awesome women's football on this summer. Like it's not a down summer. It's a it's still a it's a Euros Euros year in terms of, you know, the women are on right now and they're playing fantastic clubs all over the country are playing all over all over Europe and. England's fantastic. It's a really good team. I suggest it's a good watch. You know, you got Millie Bright in the back line from Chelsea. 
Uh, Jess Carter coming off the bench didn't get in yesterday. Beth England coming off the bench. Um, and Fran Kirby um, right in the middle, uh, number 14, right between Beth Mead and Lauren Hemp and right below um, Ellen White in that. I think it was usually like a 4-2-3-1 that um, they played yesterday against Austria, but it's uh, definitely going to be cool. But, uh, yeah, that's what happened yesterday. Um, I kind of went through – we got 12 Chelsea players in the women's Euros. Um, so, you know, you got a lot of players. You know, Pernilla Harder is probably going to be the person that I think a lot of people want to keep their eyes on. Uh, the most dynamic player – um, one of the most dynamic players in the world. She is really just like the catalyst for what Denmark does in the offensive end. She's going to probably carry Denmark. And if you want to watch really just entertaining soccer, watch Penilla Harder play for Denmark um, tomorrow against Germany. Um, tune into that. I'm sure Penilla Harder is going to put on a show. I want to watch that. Um, but there's a lot of, you know, you got uh, Annika Noun, and she's going to be in the back line. Um, for a pretty depleted Dutch side. So I don't really know how that's going to go, but she's starting, which is pretty impressive for a, a player as young as she is. Um, so, I mean, they do have um, Viviana Minima, but their back line is, is pretty porous at the moment. Um, and then you got, you know, Beth England, um, as I spoke about. England's probably like the team that you're, if with the most Chelsea players, and then go right in, and, you know, you also have, you know, Magdalene Eriksson, she is the vice captain for the number two team in the world, Sweden. Um, so that Sweden is also a contender. Um, I mean, France, I mean, Spain just lost probably their best player to a torn ACL. Um, so you're, you're probably going to look at a, you know, maybe a Sweden, Germany, England. Those are probably the two teams um, fighting for uh, the Women's Heroes title. And then, I mean, you got uh, the two goalies that, um, and Katchenberger and Musevich. Uh, both of them probably will not start for their country. I don't think. I think there's keepers in their country that are uh, better than them. But that's that just goes to show like how Chelsea just uses that talent. Um, even if it's not like top talent in like the national team, they always find talent. And Katchenberger is a fantastic goalie. She's just not as good or not as, you know, she's not at the top of the uh, Germany depth chart. So it's not uh, not a bad thing at all. And, you know, there's just, it's just a lot of uh, fun players that I th I'm ecstatic to watch. Um, and then on the other, in the W Championship, I'm writing a piece on that. If you want to uh, read any of my pieces on Chelsea, um, on the men's side and the women's side, you could go to www.theprideoflondon.com and you could just go to my name um, and then you could read whatever you want to read. But yeah, I basically write Chelsea on their website. So I'm really just kind of focusing on the woman right now, but I do write a lot of men's articles as well. Um, so yeah, this is an exciting time for the women's team, but uh, yeah, I think this is uh, going to be one of the most entertaining heroes. I mean, you have um, Yves Perese, the French left back, the newest signing to Chelsea. She is going to be on the left flank for the French national team. One of the most, I feel like, overlooked teams in the women's in the women's team. So, like, the women's side. Um, I think France is not a bad club, but um, I'm just going to watch to watch uh, Perese. I don't know how you say her name, but I kind of like the, the role of Perese. 
kind of like that. So that's going to be what I, that's the name that I'm going to call her by. Um, So got a lot of players, total of 12 Chelsea individuals that are participating in this uh, women's Euros. So, I mean, we shall see. I'm excited for what comes. But the biggest news coming out of uh, a couple of days ago, other than uh, Raheem Sterling on the men's side, um, is on the women's side, Katriana Svitkova from West Ham. Really versatile midfielder. She could play in the back. She could, she's kind of a playmaker. She's pretty, I watched her. She scored against Chelsea last year in about, I think it was January. Uh, but this is a fantastic signing for Chelsea. I mean, you have Eve Perese and then you have Buchanan both locked up already with another player after um, Svitkova probably coming into the women's side. And Emma Hayes is just loading up this juggernaut. Um, so, I mean, we'll see. But this, I mean, they're loading up right now. And this team is uh, looking better and better by the minute. Um, I mean, that she's 26. She played for West Ham last year. She's a, four, she's a four-time Czech Republic Women's Footballer of, of the Year. Um, she's just a pretty uh, creative player. I think she has vision pretty much in both the midfield and the wing position. She played both on the right and the left, um, and even in the forward position. So um, against Chelsea, um, both time or all three times that they played each other last, last season, she played as like the left center midfielder. Um, so she was kind of on the left side and um, she could play in the flank. She's pretty good and confident with her feet. She's not too, um, you know, hesitant. She's very confident in her movements. Um, she's really pacey. So she has, you know, going up the flank, she's really dangerous. Um, and, you know, with a G. So Nune and a uh, Drew Spence and a Yona Anderson leaving the club, you now have Perese and Svikova. You could play on the wings um, to complement a player like Go, right? And who's probably going to start on the other wing. Um, so this should be uh, pretty uh, fun to watch. I Svikova works extremely hard. Her work ethic is through the work through the roof. Consistency, creativity. Um, I highly suggest you go watch her highlights. Um, she is she's a terrific footballer. She is just she knows how to, you know the the holds on this team. You know, it. This is kind of like a picture perfect fit for given like the holes that were on this team when you know you, you a lot of players left. You have the explosiveness, you have the youth at 26, um, and you have the versatility of putting her in, a, in different types of positions. You could put her in the middle, you could put her on the right, you could put her on the left, even though she ended the season really playing in the left um, for West Ham, but she could play on really any position if you want her, except for like center back. Like she could play on the wings and left back and right back. She could probably play on the wings in the midfield and she could maybe play one of those two striker positions. Um, but those will probably belong to Beth England and Sam Kerr. And then you'll probably have um, Pernilla Harder in the middle. Um, I don't really know how she's going to set it up, but she has a lot of flexibility. Um, you're probably going to have like Gorain on the left in the middle, will probably be like Sophie Ingle, Aaron Cuthbert, and then maybe Svikova. Um, and then maybe on the other side, you might have Pernilla Harder. Um, and then in the back line, it's definitely going to be Millie Bright, Jess Carter, and Buchanan. 
Um, and then Annika Noun coming off the bench. Um, you could have Jess, Jess Fleming should probably, I mean, this team is so deep. I mean, goalie will be in Katchenberger, but this team is extremely deep. Like this team, I mean, you have Magda Erickson. She'll probably play in the back as well, 100%. I would go back three if I'm Emma Hayes, but you could play back four because you have four of arguably the, I mean, Millie Bright, Magda Erickson, and Kalisha Buchanan. Those are like three of the best center backs in the entire world. And then you have Jess Carter, who's growing into her own. She continues to impress and she arguably had the best season of her career. I thought she was player of the player of the year. I thought she was fantastic. You go into Sam Kerr. I mean, obviously Sam Kerr scored 20 goals in like legit the same amount of matches. So she was just. So and then Jess Fleming, as I talked about, and you have Lauren James, she changed her number. So um, she'll be there and hopefully she'll get some time as well. But this team is so talented and, it's just like Emma Hayes always wants to build talent and she always wants to add to what the team has. And like, you know, she's never content with like a league and cup double, like that's back-to-back league and cup doubles for the Chelsea women. They're not content with that. They want to keep building and they want to win the champions league. And I feel like um, that champions league lost to Barcelona for nil and they got an own goal and literally like the, before the game even started. Um, and that's kind of what happened. And now, uh, you know, Chelsea is is trying to get back there and they're slowly getting back there. And uh, it's it may take, you know, it, this is probably the season that Chelsea feels confident they can do it. Um, Lyon is loaded. Um, Barcelona is kind of, you know, they lost Hermosa. So they're kind of injured as well right now, but they are one of the most experienced clubs in the world. You still got to deal with Wolfsburg and Bayern Munich. Uh you know, you have Arsenal, who hasn't been great in the Champions League, but um, they're always your rival. Manchester City is growing 100%. Um, they're not always potent in the Champions League either. Um, but Chelsea looks very dangerous with the addition of Svitkova. She's so versatile, as I said. That's the number one word that comes to mind. Um, just watching her highlights, I watched her yesterday. Um, her awareness... Um, she would fit really good in a in a really got a three five two formation, I think, um, and she probably could play on the left side. But I think this is just a dynamic player that just adds to the just the dynamism of this team. I mean, this Chelsea women's team is uh, is is loading up, and they are looking insane. Before the men's team has even confirmed the signing, they've not confirmed the signing yet, and it's. It's getting to a point where I'm just like, come on now, let's go. Like, let's confirm a signing. Like, it's getting to that point where I'm just getting annoyed at some at at some point. I get annoyed, and this is kind of me getting annoyed at this. I mean, the men's gotta they gotta Tuchel's gotta confirm a signing at some point. And obviously, Raheem Sterling has agreed to personal terms, but obviously, that to me means absolutely nothing because in football, things can change in a split second, as I said. So, you know. He'll probably come to Chelsea, but as far as I know, Chelsea has not officially added anybody to their roster. Um, from last season, they have only lost players, and except the players that they got back on loan, which is good. Um, you know, i.e. Connor Gallagher and Armando Brojo probably go on loan again. Uh, you know, Levi Colwell coming back, Ian Matson coming back. Um, 
mean, you have other players as well, like Mason Burstow, and I mean, there's other guys, but you know, it's they still are young, and you can't really rely on those young guys to like compete at the Premier League level right away. Uh, maybe uh, a player like Colwell may be able to do that, which I think he could 100%. Uh, but you know, with the emergence of Harvey Vale, um, as you know, in the Chelsea youth system, who I think is absolutely terrific. Um, hopefully in the next few years he keeps developing and one day he could uh, come up to the men's team and be uh, as competitive and as prolific as Mason Mount is in the attack so we'll see how that goes I'm excited to see what that how that goes but uh, yeah that's all I really got today I was just kind of wanted to review some woman zeros tomorrow or today actually as I said on 3 p.m eastern time so in about 20 minutes I'm going to go I'm going to turn on that Norway game that's on ESPN. They're playing Northern Ireland. Uh, I got two Chelsea women's players in that. And then tomorrow you got two more games every, you got two games, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in the women's zeros. Um, it's just a pretty good contest. And then it resumes on Monday, the second half, you got two more matches, um, England and Norway on Monday. Keep your eye on that game. That's going to be fantastic. Germany and Spain on Tuesday. That should be good as well. Um, I mean, Sweden, Switzerland, that's okay. Game probably like 2-0, but um, pretty good game as well. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of great games. A lot of great games. They all can be found on ESPN, I believe, uh, or ESPN Plus, something like that. Um, but I'm going to tune on, turn on this Norway game. Um, yeah, as I write, um, I'm basically right now writing an article on Buchanan and Jesse Fleming um, for the Canadian national team and their success so far in the W Championship. Um, and they're, you know, right now, Canada is the favorite to win the W championship over the United States. Um, but U.S. plays tonight against Jamaica uh, and Jamaica just beat Mexico. So it's definitely not a walk in the park. I know Bunny Shaw scored against Mexico and Jamaica won one nil. And it was kind of surprised. Obviously, you know, Mexico is OK. I mean, they have Maria Sanchez, who is one of the best. Um, you know, left wingers in the world, but I mean, Bunny Shaw is absolutely fantastic. Has been fantastic for Manchester City and Gareth Taylor. I mean, he would she was fantastic in the FA Cup final, and I'm not surprised that she scored um, against Mexico. So it's going to be a tough task for the USA, but Canada right now. I'm personally rooting for Canada because I know that I'm from the United States, but. Uh, I just want to see the Chelsea women's players succeed. And there are no Chelsea players on the U.S. women's national team. I'm rooting for them as well, but uh, I want a U.S.-Canada final in that tournament. And then, uh, I mean, I want to see Jesse Fleming and Buchanan succeed. So whatever they can do to play well, I'm all in. I'll buy in for that. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited for the uh, rest of the uh, summer for uh, – Women's football, men's football, see if Chelsea could, Chelsea men could actually confirm a signing anytime soon. But uh, goodbye, Lukaku, and uh, hello, Raheem Sterling, apparently. And Rafinha, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. And uh, no, there has basically been minimal news on center backs. There's been minimal confirmations on what's happening for center backs. Um, there's been basically nothing. So... All we know is that Christensen was introduced this week, and that's kind of it. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening to this episode, um, and I really appreciate you sticking me sticking with me with the volume issues and things like that, and the 
you know, this app has been a little bit um, scratchy at times, but it's always been really fun to get, do podcasts on this in this chat room. Um, I got an NBA Fanatics um, podcast, Full Court Press, that I'm hosting in the NBA Fanatics chat room at uh, 4 if you want to tune in and if you're an NBA fan. But uh, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. I uh, really appreciate all of you. And uh, if you have any questions, um, want to talk some Chelsea, want to join the podcast or anything like that, um, let me know in the app, DM me or anything like that. But uh, yeah, until then. You guys know what to do. Up the chels.